Park Hopping Podcast number 13. Another crappy podcast production. All right, this is Alan one more time with another poorly recorded, almost live update from our latest Disneyland Christmas visit. This update covers activities on Wednesday, December 14th, and Thursday morning, December 15th. Now, on Wednesday the 14th, we had a full day at the park. We arrived in the parking garage a little before 8.30. They were letting cars in, so we knew they were doing a... They must have been doing an early entry or, or at least going to let people on Main Street. And we made our way down to Main Street and did kind of one of our traditional things, which is to pick up coffee at the Market House. Now, I'm not a big coffee drinker, um, but at Disneyland, if you buy coffee from the, the uh, Market House, you get to keep your receipts, of course, and come back anytime during the day for free refills. And in the winter months, when it gets kind of chilly, coffee is good to get you going in the morning, and then it's good to wake you back up at night and warm you up when it gets kind of chilly in California in December. So we uh, crowded around on Main Street and... Um, basically waited for them to do the rope drop, and I think our traditional breakfast for uh, for these early mornings is a, is a big, huge sweet roll from the bakery. So that was just a, the, kind of one of our little traditions um, for starting the day at uh, Disneyland. Now, on this day, um, actually, before I talk about Wednesday, I wanted to mention something interesting that happened uh, yesterday. On Tuesday, sorry, well, yesterday from this podcast, on Tuesday... I was riding Splash Mountain using the single rider line, as I mentioned, and I kept hearing them come on the, the intercom system, but not exactly where I was, kind of far ahead, and I thought maybe there just weren't any speakers where I was, but actually they were talking to somebody in a log uh, right before the ones that we were all in. Uh, now, they're, they kept saying things like, you know, keep your hands in the boat, don't splash, and the kids in the log in front of me, or in the log with me, were certainly doing that. And I didn't, I, I figured they were talking to them, and these kids probably couldn't hear because the intercom was too far away. Well, after a while, we, uh, we stopped. The ride actually backed up at the different stopping points where they could halt the logs. And we heard some exchange and some dialogue over the intercom. And up ahead, we were, well, I was on the outside, and I could see going into one of the final show scenes. Um, the work lights had been turned on, and uh, just a few moments later, a cast member came down and actually got the four or so kids that were in the log in front of the one I was in and walked them off the ride because apparently they were not following the rules. And I saw them kind of go to a side doorway, then she walked them down past us and led them out, and that was the last we saw of them. And a, a couple of minutes passed, and then the ride started up again. Well, in the logs ahead of me were uh, Mike from Ride Refurb, who had his, um, who had a much better view, I guess, and could hear what was going on. And apparently what was going on were these kids were standing up in the log or, or putting their hands out or doing something, and the gal that was watching the security cameras told them to knock it off, and they didn't. And she kept warning them and warning them, and finally they stopped the ride, and she told them, if you don't follow the rules, we're going to take you off the ride, and... Gosh darn it, if Disney didn't do just that. So folks, seriously, let's just all play by the rules so we can enjoy these rides. Uh, it's not the first time I've heard people come on the intercom, of course. you know They come on on Pirates and Mansion telling people to stop taking flash pictures or turn off camera lighting quite often. But this is the first time I've witnessed anybody being walked off Splash Mountain. So that was, a, that was an interesting Splash experience. Anyway, on to Wednesday. Wednesday, um, one of the things that... Uh, 
I wanted to wanted to do is take out my one-shot virtual reality camera lens. And this is kind of like, if you've seen the QuickTime VR pictures Disney used to have on their website, where you can load up a picture and you can scroll around on the picture and turn 360 degrees and look in front of you and behind you, things like that. Well, Mike and I actually went up and down Main Street in front of the train station, and I, I haven't even looked at the pictures to see how many we've taken. But we tried to capture as many different views of Main Street as possible that will later be put into a web page where you can scroll your mouse around, look in any direction, then click on a hot spot and be taken to the next scene. If you've ever visited DisneyFans.com, you may be aware that I actually attempted this back around, I guess, 1997 or something by taking four images from each location that I uh, covered on Main Street, north, south, west, and east, and then putting together with a little script I wrote and generating a series of static web pages so you can actually turn left, right, move forward, move backwards. And this was before there was a, a California Adventure Park. So if you go to the very end of... Um, the tour, which is in front of the ca uh, not the castle, the train station where the Mickey flowers are, you can turn around and see the parking lot. So it's it's pretty dated, but it's kind of neat. Well, I wanted to capture something similar to that using modern technology, and time permitting, I'll get that added to DisneyFans.com at some point in the future. Now, um, we actually got stopped by security. Two security guards came walking over when I was about five shots from being done. I was up near the the hub, and. One guy, I, you know, usually they're either trying to stop stop me or they're just asking a question. Normally I'm there with 3D lenses or things like this, so I get a lot of, you know, what's that, and then they, they go on about their business. And the younger guy actually walked up and said, um, you know, ah, you're doing panoramic photos or whatever. He'd recognize it because he actually had a film background, and we, we had a really good chat. And the other guy is uh, Mr. No Running. Now, we, we talked to this security guard pretty much every trip we've made for the last few years, and he's been there a long time. And he's, he's one of our favorite Disneyland experiences because it seems like he's inevitably at the rope drop, and he inevitably tells me to stop running as we uh, try to dart to our first destination. So we had a good little chat by that. So if you see Robert in the park, uh, security guard Robert, usually at the rope drop, tell him the guy with the weird cameras back in Iowa says hi. Okay, let's see, what else did we do? Oh, something neat that they've, they've started doing since the 50th in July is a, a daily rededication ceremony at Main Street where the mayor of Main Street comes out along with a parade of Disney characters, including some of the princesses, and they march from the, uh, the parade route entrance right near the Mad Hatter hat store on over to um, the train station steps, and they do a little dance and everything. And they talked about Disneyland, and then they play Walt's opening day speech, and they let um, let white doves go. Two batches of white doves were released. It was really a neat little thing. I got to videotape that. Well worth seeing. And if you if you really really appreciate the magic of Disney, it's probably going to bring some tears to your eyes. It's just a very very nice little touch, and it's almost something that you wish they could do. You know, not just in an anniversary year but certainly something that they should be doing at least every year on the anniversary. Um, other things, you know, there's a little red corn dog wagon at the end of Main Street on the right, just past the, the Photoshop, and uh, I believe it's in tribute to the Plaza Inn restaurant, which was originally called the Red Wagon Inn. Well, this is, used to be one of my cheap traditions because you could buy a huge corn dog and chips there for a couple of bucks. It's gone up to $5.80 by now. But the last... Four trips I've made to Disneyland, I've said, you know, I, I want to get a corn dog there. But the, the stand was just never open, or when it was, there was always a long line, and I just wasn't going to wait in the line for a corn dog. So I finally got my corn dog this time, 
So I, I feel pretty happy about that. And it was also just a wonderful day for riding rides because um, we've worked out a really good system for, for being very aggressive. So, I mean, we hit so many things. You know, pretty much all the Fantasyland rides like Peter Pan and Alice and Pinocchio and uh, did Indiana Jones and Buzz Lightyear and Space Mountain. Rode the monorail, got to ride up front with the driver, which is always fun. You get to look out and see the construction going on in various parts of the park like the Submarine Lagoon. You know, got to take in Big Thunder Mountain and, and the Pirates and Mansion, Winnie the Pooh, which never seems to have a weight, but did while we were there. Um, got to ride space. It just It was just a lot of fun. It was a great, great time. In spite of reports I've been reading about how crowded it was going to be, we got to do so much more this time than we did last December. And I think it's because you know we're, we're really learning how the park traffic flow is working now. And they're running things to higher capacity. Fast paths have been removed from parts of the Caribbean, so you can actually always get in a line that moves really fast. Um, also got to make sure that we saw Aladdin over at Disney's California Adventure because eventually it will go away. Wanted to make sure we saw that one last time. And inevitably, there's always a joke or two that non-Californians probably just don't get, and that happened this time. And California Screaming that had closed down after a bumping incident with a brake zone was, of course, you know, back to running. So we rode it again. It was the first time in years I've had a car that had sound on it almost the entire journey. There were a couple of times where it pulled some G-forces where the sound would cut out, but the subwoofer and the stereo speakers worked for almost the entire time. And that actually impressed me because it's so much better with the music, I think. And it's been so long since I've heard the music working on it, and we um, we got the music both times we wrote it this trip. So that was fun. And to top off the trip, we had a few hours on Thursday morning before we had to get back to the airport and fly out. And we ate lunch at the Carnation um, Cafe on Main Street. And our server, I think his name was Randall, had the name tag Class of 1975, and we got to talking to him about that, about you know how much how much he's seen change in the last 30 years. And he talked about, um, you know, there were still a few people in the park that, that had been there certainly a lot longer than him. And we mentioned the lady we met back in July. She was class of 1969. Well, Randall decided that we should meet Oscar, who has uh, class of 1956. And if you look at the menu, it's Oscar's Chef Salad. You know, it's named after him. And it wasn't... But 30 seconds later, Oscar actually came out and was going table to table, checking on people, asking if they were doing okay. He had a little chef's hat on, and he was taking time to talk to people. And sure enough, class of 1956, we got to take a picture with him. That was the highlight of the day is, you know, meeting somebody that we know was in the park, probably saw Walt Disney, um, if not met him, during the, the 10 years that, um, you know, he was there while Walt was still alive and playing with his big uh, playset called Disneyland. So it was just a really great experience. If you get a chance to go to the um, Carnation Cafe, see if Oscar's working and get a picture with him. I think I overheard him telling some other guests that next year he's going to retire. So that's just a phenomenal thing. I had no idea there were cast members that had been with Disneyland that long. Um, and it's really nice to see, too, this, these class of pins on the name badges are certainly a great idea compared to um, when they would put where somebody was from because in Disneyland, it's almost entirely people from California. And Walt Disney World, the name badges tell the place where they're from. So we run into people from Des Moines, Iowa, or you know, Germany, places like that. It's, it's a different group of uh, cast members there. And one final thing, the next time you're in line at Space Mountain, please watch that monitor screen in the loading bay where you see the Mars-looking planet rotating in the distance and help me find out what else is floating through space there. So far I've seen the space guy, a little uh, um, astronaut in a jetpack floating around. 
I've seen a big meteor tumbling through space and a little satellite um, of some kind. So I wonder how many more things are there floating through there. I just did not notice them at all during the July visit. So uh, keep an eye on that, and if you, if you know other objects that float through space, let me know. It's one of those little things that I didn't even know was happening. So, that's it for now. This is going to conclude the crappily recorded updates from our Christmas 2005 Disneyland visit. I'll be back with a regularly scheduled podcast in the near future covering some other things that happen during this vacation and also plan to have some audio and some new videos posted to the 3 video podcast as soon as time permits. Thanks a lot. In case I don't talk to you between now and then, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever holiday you celebrate, have a great one, and I'll see you next time. Another Crappy Podcast production. Be sure to visit anothercrappypodcast.com to learn more about this and other equally exciting <sighs> podcasts. Hmm.